I mean, you know, I think your neighbor is right. This is the um, Cavern Club where the Beatles played. Nah, just kidding. Speaking of which, it said music by Peter Best. So I got all excited. It was the drummer from the, uh, the who got kicked out of the Beatles. But sure, some, in my research, some... I don't find that to be true at all. He's, oh, what a bummer. he's an Australian film composer, right? Uh, uh, named he, Peter Best. Named, named Peter Best. He did Crocodile Dundee in 86. He did Muriel's Wedding in 94. Uh, yeah, so he did both Crocodile Dundees and both Barry McKenzie's. And he's Australian, so I doubt it's our Peter, you know, the Beatles' Peter Best. Can I just say he's probably the best of the Beatles? <laughs> That's the name of his book or documentary or something. No, the album. Didn't like uh, when he his first solo album was called Best of the Beatles? <laughs> I guess so, because I've heard of Best of the Beatles, and I know it's Peter Best. So, You know, Peter Best really sucked as a drummer, but Peter Better was awful. Cool. Peter Better, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Peter Good. Yeah, Peter Good. He played Bongo. They're rocking out. They really are. I'm glad they took a break in this movie and had a little hippie jam. <laughs> Or, uh... This movie was not done well. It just, uh, I. It was in terms huge. Of script in terms of its script. Except I always it heard was an adventure, right? I guess, but there should have been an ending, don't you think? Like when he like decides that the Brits are okay, or uh, I don't know something that t ties a liaison between Australia and England. It needed to wrap up some way that worked and that doesn't happen in this film it just ends well he rides again in the sequel so maybe it picks up i would have to see it and don't you dare you would only have to see it if we did do it for our show and it is on youtube and it is a sequel to a movie we saw so god damn it oh <laughs> this is in my future australia Meaningful and urgent. G'day. All right, here, here, here comes Barry. All the way from Australia. Right. But he's going to give an explanation about puking in the sea. No, is it true his brother is not Spuds McKenzie if they're not related? That's right. They are not related. It's... um from di different uh, times, and also uh, Spuds McKenzie dies. Spuds McKenzie's a girl, girl dog. So it's a sister? Yeah, I guess so. They never, they, the actual dog was a lady dog. I really think a Spuds McKenzie should have been a boy, right? A beer drinker. Well, he's supposed to be always hung out with models. I mean, maybe he was... Uh... Yeah, that's a good point, too. I mean, I can't see a Spuds McKenzie. Look, if it was a, 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 a sipping Chardonnay, I just can't see it. Oh, right. Maybe but dry. So he's singing the vomit song. Right. Good. Two, two musical numbers. And this, like, if you put on his record and you hear the crackle of the vinyl going... And then you'd hear this. 
Drink it up. Drink it up. Chunder in the old Pacific Sea. Okay, that's the whole song. Chunder in the old Pacific Sea. Drink it up. Drink it up. And that he means the beers. Have another tube of Foster's with me. He doesn't say Foster's. Drink it up. Chunder in the old Pacific Sea. Wow. That's kind of ballsy to sing a beer drinking song to hippies. Right. The old Pacific Sea. So that's our big funny joke, and that made him popular. I don't know. Back then, people would put on that vinyl, ah, and then they would be, you know, raking their yard outside, thinking in their head, Randy Old Pacific. Laughing at the ground is puking. Technicolor yawn is puking. Maybe I already went through these. Oh, I think you did, but I like hearing them. Well, I have sex ones. Knee trembler. Bangs like a dunny door. Goes off like an alarm clock. Go off like an alarm clock. That is something sexual. They abbreviate everything. That's a big deal. Like beverages, bevy, and soapies on the telly. You know, uh, right. the registration is the rajow. I got me rajow. Now, does this bother you, or you're like whatever? Put the billy on. Shut your cake hole. We know that one. Tinkum. Yeah. What is tinkum? Tinkle. What you, Ivana Tinkle? Ivana Tinkle. She was the Trump, uh, that's the married name of... Um, Cold as a mother-in-law's kiss. That one we can relate to. Fell out of the ugly tree. That one we would know. Yeah, sure. I've heard that. Popular as a rattlesnake in a lucky dip. He's the toast of London. Okay, now here's the record company guy. And you can see he has a driver and a bouncer and all the money. And he's offering Barry a contract. What are the hippies doing? And he's not, well, the hippies are like, don't be a fool, Barry, take it. And then the other hippies will be like, wait a minute, Mr. Business Guy, we've got a contract with this guy. And then they're going to buy him out. It's going to be a big fight. He's not interested. He left the Aussie sound. <laughs> yeah, it is like to get plugged. Another pump puff. Sausages. This guy's not supposed to be Dudley Moore, too, right? It's a different What's guy. That? Say again, World War II? No, the the record producer. He kind of looks like a Dudley Moore type as well. Our D oh, Dudley Moore. Gotcha. Well, no, uh, he's... Uh, I don't know. The other guy we saw was like a clone. They were clearly going for Dudley. Right. Watch him pay get paid off. You see that? Bundles of money they just got. Oh, you know it's a class act. This about squares us. <laughs> and Let's this is been... about these galanchis blanchi. I have no idea. Slow down. Let me see if I can understand what you're saying. 
Let's pack these galads, Blanchy. I'm not sure what he said. No, I have no idea either. Knife. He's going to get stabbed. There's a fight. Barry's winning. Barry's losing. Barry's winning. Barry's losing. Just like uh, Forrest Gump. Kick. Blood in his mouth. Hassan Chop. His friend got in there. By the way, his friend looks familiar to me, but the internet won't tell me anything. Um, Wasn't that your neighbor who's uh, accused your father of being a communist because his kids are named Carl and Marcus? That wasn't my neighbor. No, his name is Paul Bertram. He's in this. He's curly. He's the one when he first showed up in the taxi and he put him in another flat instead of his own. Right. He's his mate throughout the whole film. Even up to this television appearance at the end. The television appearance at the end is so dumb because he stands up and pees. It doesn't make any sense. Nobody would do that. Even a dumb Australian. I mean, nobody would do that. So here we have a huge fight. And for some reason, Barry is now psychedelic. I guess somebody slipped him acid or something. Oh, finally. So he's just tripping out. Oh, so he's wandering the streets tripping out? Right. He's not wandering. Oh, uh, in real life? We don't know. He'll wake up in a hospital. This is good, man. They, They were able to shoot some scenes in Australia. This was an Australian film, as you know, and they started using English people when they were in England. It was a big controversy. He's got the ball and chain because he's a convict, and those are uh, uh, the native um, uh, – I forget the name. Why did I – it's stupid. I watched this movie like three or four times. Anyway, they um, – I lost my train of thought because I can't remember their name. Aborigines. Um uh. He says he's never seen an Aborigine before. Here we have the perfect, I'm an Indian living in England accent. It's perfect. Is he having a walkabout? He's having a walkabout. He's not. Uh, Do you hear it? He's an Indian from... You know, educated with an English accent. It's it's spot on. Kind of looks like Roger Daltrey right now. Right. I guess okay. Peter Sellers didn't get the role. So here we have a situation in which they gave him psychedelics. He thinks nothing's wrong with him, and he's right. So he's going to try to escape. There will be a psychiatrist that retains him. I mean, it's just more like he's out of one bad situation and into a new one. But, you know, like... At first, it's going to look good, and then it gets bad, and then he escapes, and they've nicked me clothes. Right, he's only got the PJs. And there's the shrink. You see Dudley Moore in him? Right. Uh, yeah, I do. I see Latter-day Moore. <clears throat> so he's trying to escape, but not really escape. He just wants to leave. Give me a hug. 
Yeah, I think that ad screwed me up. I'm, I might be a couple seconds or a couple seconds ahead of you. So who knows? Okay. I'm at 107, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm a little behind you. That's all right. I'm going to use the magic of my thumb. Ah. Okay, so okay, I'm good. now it's like stupid psychiatry chest questions about your uh, childhood and stuff. Now, in this scene, Barry will trick him into getting close enough so that Barry will throw up all over him, okay? And the director who did this film, his name is Bruce uh, Bred Bresford, he didn't direct this scene because it was just too disgusting for him. He couldn't do it. Really? That's so funny. Yeah. Did Dana Enna direct it? Um, there, I do have that name, and I'll find it. All right. Well, it's all right. We, we get it. I'm pretending that I'm not searching for it. I'm pretending I still haven't found it. All right. Yeah, tell me when you're ready. I'll just watch these these adventures of Barry. He's tricking him to get closer to him now. He goes, you're getting warmer. You're, now look, puke all over his hair. Oh. This is one of the reasons why it wasn't critically acclaimed, seriously. They they wanted to cut this, too, and, and they, I don't know, somebody won an argument to keep it in. Really? Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't. Uh, would you, do you think the movie's better for it? No, I don't. I think it was a dumb scene, and I don't know. Why puke on your, what is he trying? Now, <clears throat> he's going to get released. We've decided you are completely sane, and we're letting you go. Why? Uh, Why? Because he threw up. Yeah. See, is that is that really why? Because that doesn't make <coughs> sense, like in the real world, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, I, Barry McKenzie, his his adventures are really uh, out there. So anything yeah. goes. Uh, no, that doesn't make sense, Mike. The thing is, in a plot, why do you just let someone go? There should be a reason. Okay, now Edna's like, where is my Barry? <laughs> and then, oh, Barry, you're back, you know. Right. No rhyme or reason. Now, this guy, he directed Breaker Morant. He directed Driving Miss Daisy. No kidding. Oh, wait, I might have known his name. Bruce Murfreford. Right. Breast. Beresford, Bruce Beresford. And oh, yeah. He went on to be a film officer in the British Film Institute production board. Like, it's a big, big deal. Don McAlpine directed The Chunder Scene. It was too much for Bruce Besford. Um, seeing the industry rushes, Barry Crocker, the, the actor who plays, you know, with our hat on here, and the director, Bruce Brentford, wanted it cut. But Barry Humphreys, Edna, refused. So that's why the puking was in the movie, because of Edna. Wow. Well, good for uh, Diana for sticking to it. Let's hear what, what, keeping the puke scene in, good for Edna? Come on, Mike. Yeah. Oh, come on. Love that puke scene. Oh, I'm, unfortunately, I'm, I am so, like, out of whack this week that I probably missed it. So God bless. You missed the throwing up? 
Probably. What time did he throw up? Oh my god! <laughs> All right. I don't know what time it was. Okay, we're at. I'm at one hour eleven minutes and twenty seven, twenty eight. Okay. Uh, I'm on thirteen. Oh. Why don't you tell me when you get to uh, 13.30, and I'll join the rest of you guys. Okay, well, I'm already past that, so I'll let you know when I'm at 45, okay? All right. Yo, you let me know when you're at 45, and I'll press play. You let me okay, know. Okay, audience, you got that? Carl, it's going to be in three, two, one now. You see, that's one thing about our format, you know? People at home must get screwed up. All the time, you know. I wish there was some way we could, like, uh, well, you know, we always say the show can't be complete unless you actually listen to the podcast and watch the movie. You, you can't have your more. However, our podcast show is, is such high quality that <laughs> if need be, if lost in the film, no. You enjoy no, no, you have to watch the film. <laughs> you have to now. Look, if you're 30 seconds off, that's bad, but you still kind of know where you know, we're yeah, not. I kind of have a sense of where it's going, okay. Vegemite and you know it's like Australian stuff, a care package from the home, and they're all happy. Yay! But the thing is, they're in um, the the slum that is, you know what I mean. All that stuff is available. They don't need a care package. I kind of don't get that. This is called Earl's Court. Okay. Right. Uh, shot on location in both London and Australia, the random encounter with the local populace around Earl's Court involves drinking romantic mishaps. Earl's Court Tube, Earl's Court Piccadilly, and District Lines. Oh. Um, Kangaroo Valley is a long-known capital of the gay ghetto before the rainbow, rainbow flags went up in Soho. So this is where Australian and gay people were. Um, across from Earl's Court Road in the Tube Station, you'll find King's, the King's Head, Kenway Road, Hogarth Road, and where Baza is approached by the not, not Dudley Moore of High Camp cigarettes. I don't know. Uh, now, if you live in England, you totally know this. Okay. Now, the name of this was the Radcliffe Hall, and that's a, a joke. If you live back then, you'd know that. It's a reference to a novelist, Radcliffe Hall, the 1928 lesbian novel, The Well of Loneliness. Oh, so it's a lesbian bar. At one, it's a home. They're lesbians. He, he that's, they're, they're both ladies, even though he's dressed as a man. And they're lesbians, you know. Um, the Well of Loneliness. At one point, Claude asks Edna if she has ever dipped into the Well of Loneliness. So that means he was like, it's a she who is coming on to Edna. <laughs> now, this is the ex-wife of Peter Cook's character. Okay. Peter Cook plays like this TV executive, and his name is Dominic. And it's pretty flat. It's really not anything cool at all. And she is the ex-wife. And they are discovering that right now. Okay. Oh, that's cool. I get you. Love now, to catch up. Yeah, she is an, a New Zealand-born, but Australian actress, active in Australian-made films and tev 
television programs from the 1970s, Mary Ann Severine as Leslie. So now you know. Now I know. I didn't realize that he sang the theme song to Neighbors. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and he's, um, I think it, it seems like we're always stuck in second gear. It was a good show, Neighbors. Right. Your month or even your year, because I'll be there for you. He wrote that? He was so, I didn't realize he wrote the theme That's song. That's Neighbors. That's the theme song to Neighbors. Oh, I'll I got you. I'll be there for you. Now look, we're at a cross-dressing place, and he, okay, you see the bag he's got there? Yeah. Uh huh. By mistake, he switched it with with Edna. Okay, so it contains uh, a lady's dress. Okay. Wait, is this guy a cop and he's harassing him in the bathroom? Yes, you're way ahead of me, or something. That's right. There, that's a. He's going to begin to chase him now to arrest him for cross-dressing, which I guess is illegal. I don't know. Well, I just saw him pull the shit up. So wait, you're at, you're, tell me what time you're at. <clears throat> I'm at 1.18.11. You'd be two minutes ahead of me. How could you be two minutes ahead of me? Just tell me when you get to 1.18 and I'll keep playing. I don't know, I have no clue. Maybe okay. uh, I'm on Australian time. Okay, I'm at 1.18.43 now, what about you? 118.11. Okay, I'm backing up. No, it's all right. I'm moving forward. Okay, so wait, it's too late now. I'm at 118.22. Me too. We're perfect. Okay. okay. Yeah. So now he's making up excuses, you know. For the garments. And she, he goes, to prove this isn't your dress, put it on. If it doesn't fit, it's not your dress. She goes, all right, fine, kappa. So now he's yeah. cross-dressing in a cross-dressing bar. Now, why is the guy hassling only him? Oh, and not everyone else in the bar? Maybe yeah. he thinks they're women. Remember those days? You never see that today. I don't get it. Like, you know, he's getting paid to harass guys in the there. Yeah, it's lewd conduct, and it's illegal. That He's in the vice squad. Dick Bentley, Dick Bentley, he's Australian born, even though he's pretending to be an Englishman here. He starred in Jimmy Edwards and Take It From Here on BBC Radio. What? Who cares? He was a staple of pioneer and pioneer of Radiohead starting his career medium in the early 30s. He appeared on screen in the late 40s, retiring in 78. Wow. So there you go. Well, he gets he gets a pretty high billing in this movie. Mm-hmm. Now they've escaped him, and Leslie says, give me the dress. Yeah, here she's like, give me the dress. And then when she puts it on, she he's like, you're right, pretty. And she goes, you know, like, buzz off, buster. He's got the... Same t-shirt with without the stain. <laughs> Tommy Bastard. Here, take your pearls. Why would he put on the pearls? Well, you know, he had to be convincing. He keep, it matches the outfit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how so, could you not put them on? Yeah. 
Maybe the pearls well, put him on. Kissing, kissing. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, excuse me. And I'm oh. off. <laughs> See, he's he like starting to appreciate her and she'll get mad. Are they making you saying I'm, I'm feeling queer inside? Right. So what's happening here is now she's questioning her lesbianism. Okay, that's what's going on. Oh, you got a slap out of it. Yeah. Well, apologizing, and she's like, "Oh, forget it." Now she will stay in the dress for the rest of the film. Great, good news. Good. That's news. less work for the costume designer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she has a turtleneck to back it up. Now he's going to be stupid and be like, let's go into this movie theater. And it's really the subway. Call me bastard. There he is looking around for him. <laughs> let's go in. Okay, now they're going to go downstairs and there will be him as the cigarette guy. Remember from earlier? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Dudley Moore guy. They're, but, they're first Dudley, not Dudley Moore. Right. Then first, not Dudley Moore. And... <clears throat> There will also be very interesting, the internet tells me, a picture, not of Dane Edna, but of... Um, Barry Humphreys? Yes. So let's look for it, because I've never seen it. Oh, there's the two. There's, yeah, there's the uh, ad for the cigarettes, and we should wow. see a Barry Humphreys poster right now. All right, my eyes are peeled. I don't see it. And he goes, she goes, oh, no, it's my ex-husband, Peter Cook. Oh, no, boring. Peter Cook's not funny again. Don't look now. Listen, Peter Cook has been very funny. He was great and bedazzled. Uh, oh, but bedazzled you're right. We're, we're seeing an un... Hello, darling. Nice cookout. Excuse I, but I feel like a spare tire in a in a spare tire factory. Hello, pleased to meet you, Dominic. Good to meet you, Bear. Good to know you. Good to meet you, Barry. Your shirt is not stained, I see. Which is strange because you poured curry prawns in your crotch. He poured what? Oh, nothing, honey. It, and so they should be a stain from the. You know, we have a Man, misunderstanding just... and a threat. Relax, old boy. Like comedies from the uh, in the two thousand, they would like show like the woman touching it and him eating, it, or the dog starts licking it, or some shit like that. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, like Ben Wilder movies, or like oh, Harold and Kumar. Oh. Like you know, once you get gross, you gotta get gross. Yeah, all the way. So it's like. I'm a TV producer, and tonight we're just coincidentally doing a part about Australians in London. Why don't you come on down and we'll interview you? Oh, what great timing. Wow, wow. Forrest Gump. Okay, look for Dame Edna, I mean, um, Humphreys. Barry Humphreys, okay. I don't see it yet, and we're about to leave. So this is just happens to be the metro station or the yeah. underground. Yes. I'm sorry, the, the underground. 
So now he's going, he's at the theater, and you know it's the 70s because they have wood paneling, and he, he yeah. is going to <clears throat> freak out that he's in makeup, you know? He won't like it. Whoa, whoa, slow down with that cleavage. <laughs> you don't just give us a face full of cleavage, right? Am I right? Am I right? Yeah, you're saying you should lean into it more. <laughs> but she does look good in that dress. We just were missing it all, you know? It's banter and, okay, he's going into the women's room by mistake. Right, because he can't read. And when he comes out, it's the radio personality still chasing him. Oh, no. Well, yeah. Why did he never Maybe come things out? are coming to a head. <clears throat> no, I'm here. I'm, in, I'm involved. No, why did, that door. Uh, why did the detective? Okay, so now he's in the studio and it's time to get interviewed and blah, blah, blah. Here's our other Australian right. people. They're all drinking. Oh, he's looking for a Fosters. That's right, he is. Wow, I remember this TV show. It was really popular. Like, that was the most watched uh, British show since the last episode of MASH. Actually, the woman will brag that. So I'm going to say it's the most important, you know, uh, current affairs show. <laughs> okay, what's happening is they're warming up to Peter Cook. Now, here comes the, the lesbian, you know, like, you're going to have a fight. Great. Edna's like, why are you in my dress? Well, that is a big deal. Oh, she went shopping now. She's so, got a... Did you hear that? Edna said, I'm relieved to see you looking a little more feminine. And it's funny because it's, it's Edna, you know. Yeah, right. And then... So oh, sure. I love her specials. She's accusing Claude of having an affair with Edna, and Claude is accusing her of having an affair with Barry. So oh, Barry got on the telly, the instrument, the telephone, right. and called up all his buddies, and they're going to invade the studio now. And Peter Cook's like, the fuck, dude? Which is not what he says. Did you see the funny Detective Pratt fall when he got smushed? Yeah, oh no, I was laughing. Just not, you know, in my head. Yeah, I was just not a verbal laugh. Like with Peter Cook. I'm laughing, girl, just not out loud. Yeah, like Peter Cook is not being funny. He's being normal. And now they're going to kind of reconcile. Great. Oh, it's the same jerks from the beginning of the movie. Yes, that's right. He called them on the instrument and had them come down. Oh, they're going to tell PBS. Uh, All this banter. Look, they're getting back together. Oh, no, he can't have that. Throw fosters at him. So he goes, I don't know. Peter Cook goes, I don't know where we went wrong. I'm sure that it was 50% your fault. 
I, I don't know. I think that was a joke. Yeah, no, it sounds like a joke. But he delivered it so poorly. I don't know. All right, everybody. I'm not a comedic actor right now. Right. I'm playing a pompous Brit. All right, they got the other Australians. So there's Barry Gibbs. There's Maurice. <laughs> That's right. There's Barry Gibbs. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Oh, there's a detective. We're watching the detective. Don't get cute. <laughs> oh, finally, some television. So now they're in the control room. And I'm going to put on when she brags about her own show. It's so snobby. All right. Barry, you sit here and don't do anything disgusting. We're all uh, wrong. Oh, a bit of that. A bit of force. Why, where are you going with me, Bobby, 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 Bobby? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a bummer we can't hear him. Yeah, it's, look, I've seen this multiple times. This is my fourth. I only saw it three other times, but that's the whole charm of it. And by the end of the movie, you're with him. Like, you get the lingo and banter. Now, watch her brag about her ass, man. Hey, I got another ad, Carl. This is not a good thing. God damn it. Okay, I stopped at one. I'm at one hour, 30 minutes, and six seconds. Okay. What are you? I'm Uh, paused. I'm paused until you tell me. Damn it. I'm at 129. I'm at 130.03. Okay. I'm just pressing play then. I'm at 130.09, 10, 10, 11. Great. We're, we're, we're basically in sync. Okay. So, is she going to brag? Our most leading kind of fast prose. <laughs> Uncompromising land. Swearing to choke her. Off your hook, nose with the rubber hose, mate. That's really the they're Australian sweat hogs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Off your kangaroo with the rubber tube, I say. I keep doing Cockney. I can't do Australian. Hey, we don't have to do accents. I haven't tried attempted it at all. Oh, that's a nice hint. All right. Yeah. You don't have to do accents. No, Carl, you don't have to do that accent anymore. <laughs> you don't have to accentuate that I don't have to do the accent. Oh, that accent that you're not going to do anymore? No, I agree. Well, I did it by accent. And ac- Wait, I did it by accent. accent. Yeah, your accent. Uh, yeah, you gave a... Uh, you know, I don't know how to phrase it, but I guess you gave a bad impression. Look, they... <laughs> good one. They just walk in... Onto the set. They're opening their fosters. Yeah, there we go. Now, did they like hang from the ceiling and they shoot upside down to get that spray so well? <laughs> or they just shake up the can? They shake up the can, I probably. I guess they shake up the can, right? If they hung upside down and open it, it would be the perfect special effect. Look, right. he's now going to the show his dick. Why? Because uh, he finally took a shower and there's no curry on it? And now, exactly why. And now, 
<laughs> Peter Cook will be like, zoom in. And like it's taking heat from executives. Not Dudley Moore is seeing it. The Gorts are seeing it. Wow, he's got a lot of... This is like our Twitch channel. This could be our Twitch channel, Carl. There's the rock and roll guys who got beat up. Yeah, that's right. Wait, so why did he drop trial? I don't know. It's a he, he misunderstood the question that the uh, interviewer asked. But why would you get your dick out on TV? It makes no sense. Up, oh, somebody knocked over a fire. Oh, Not Dudley Moore is now the psychiatrist is now the patient. Oh right, that's true. You're getting shot up. Yeah. All right. Turn to another member of the panel. Nothing rhymes with syringe, except orange. Nothing rhymes with syringe. Yeah, you ever noticed that? Yeah, that makes me cringe thinking of nothing rhyming with syringe. I mean, I get a twinge of rhyme with orange. So. Well, you know, I, I was asked, well, Mike, what rhymes with borage? I go, I don't know, orange, borage, courage, storage. I, I don't know time for this. Florage. I don't know. Florage? Is that a term in the industry? Yeah, I think, no, no, it sounds close to one. How much square florage is in this whole house? Yeah, nice try. So is he a sensation and Dudley Moore is going to exploit him? Right, and now they're going to offer him his own series. Of course, Forrest Gump! Yeah. Fire. So look, they're going to put out the fire, and they're going to put it out, number one, with Fosters, and then number two, with their piss. That's how they're going to put out the fire. <laughs> and the detective's going to be trying to arrest uh, Barry the whole time. What? The Australian saved the, the day by pouring right. Fosters on the fire. And, and then... then uh, pissing on that, yeah. So you know how you do like a water bucket line in the old west or something? They're gonna do a bucket, a Foster's line. Oh my God, this is movie will never end. Good job, good job, guys. And it shakes it up on the way so that it's foamy when it sprays. Like a, they're putting out the crikeys, it's not enough. Everybody drain the one eye. Trousers night. Is that what they're doing now, or are they yeah, still on the beer? No, they're still on the beer. I gotta say this impressive stream. <laughs> oh, they're too busy drinking it. Yeah, he shouldn't be drinking it when he's fighting fire. All right, you, you're under arrest. Yeah. I think they did start peeing now. It's yeah, you gotta watch out for flashback. So, wait, yeah, see, it's P, not Foster's. Am I wrong? I think it's P. Oh, this is classic. Yeah, it's the same character. The real Barry Crocker started laughing. Oh, uh, funny. Well, I mean, it's such a classic role. I remember that Laurel and Hardy where they pee on each other. And then it's like, you're getting offered a series. No way. Edna's like, I'm taking you back to Australia. This is enough. Oh, yeah. But yeah, all. Oh, I thought the fire <laughs> so got put out. Yeah. This was like every comedy show I produced. The audience pissing on it, big fire on stage. Yeah. 
There he goes. You, I'm giving you your own series. He's out of there. Yeah. He's regretting dropping his trowel now. Yeah, as one does. Yes! No way, buddy! You are coming with me! We're going to Heathrow right now! Wait, really? Yeah, another smush joke for the same fratfall. Right. No, they just shot the same thing. Well, you know, it's nice they shot in a production house. Right. So Peter Cook and her are back together. Well, that was fast. And look how oh, sad no, is. And look how sad he is that Barry's leaving. Yeah. And why doesn't the internet tell me who this guy is? All I know is his name. Now look, that's it. That's it. We're on the plane home. Dumb right. and stupid ending. It was tacked on. Well, he was carrying that uh, airplane bag the entire trip, so it does seem like closure to me. You're right. It did flow from scene to scene. It makes sense he's flying home on the train. Now they're going to have yeah. like a little moment, believe it or not. It's really actually a little touching. Well, she is a dame. They just meet eyes. That's all it is. But it's like, thank you for the trip kind of thing, you know? Oh, yeah. I really wouldn't. I didn't, well, wouldn't want to do it with anybody else kind of nice. That's nice, yeah. And I guess so that's, what's the end of our movie? He goes, I was starting to like him. That's a Vita lady. Right. I don't know who that is. Oh. He's an actor on in England. He's that's he's our good buddy, just an actor in England. Yeah. That's the guy who was with uh, Peter Cook, not Dudley Moore, not Dudley, not Dudley Moore. Moore, not Dudley Moore. Low standards for oh, dumb idiot guy, <laughs> Miss Meanie. I like when movies do that when they show Here's the actors. There's girl. Yeah, you did. Yeah, like this movie's taking itself too seriously to show the... Oh, look, that's Barry Humphreys also, this rock guy. Oh, yeah. Look, the script was Barry Humphreys. Boy, oh, I, I thought did not, not pick that, that up. So not not Dudley Moore was... Uh, actually, had, uh, uh, Barry Humphreys. Interesting. What, what well, Carl... Psychiatrist, not Barry. I guess I stopped watching... Before I saw that, every time. Uh, well, so that has been The Adventures of Barry McKenzie, one of the biggest films in Australian history, A Watershed. Carl, what did you think of the movie? I, I think, okay, by the second watching, you're liking it. Like, once you understand his character and the way he's talking fast, and we're still divorced from that culture, both of those cultures, and by like 40 years, you know? So we're watching a slice of time we've never, we don't, we can't relate to. I would say that it was a bad film, but you don't suffer if you have to watch it. You'll enjoy it if, don't go out of your way, but if it's in your face, just lay back and take it in. Is that a yeah. I, I feel like this was a bad movie for our show because it w had a lot of comedy in it and it was a lot of dialogue that kind of moved the movie along. Yeah. And that it seemed like a film that might have been better without the, the riffing motif. 
But then I say, fuck it, we did it. Yeah. And it was cool, because I've always heard about this movie, and uh, it was good to see it. And not hear all the songs. And it has a sequel. Yes. Oh, I know. And it's available on YouTube as a full-length movie. Oh, that's great for me. I smell it in my future. But good news, it's not next week's movie. Before I mention next week's movie, I would like to plug a movie. Carl, you could see me in a movie that came out this year, 2021, on Amazon Prime. That's great. Let me write this. The film is called The Thieves' Code, and it's from 2021. If you are an Amazon Prime member, you can go ahead, and it's free to subscribers. You can watch it right now. Uh, It's a lot of San Francisco comedians, uh, a lot of good uh, friends I know. Uh, I think you met Warhol Kaufman, Barack and Noel. Yeah, I did. He's the lead in this, so it's it's well worth a watch. Anyway, uh, so and make fun of me while you watch it. It's at least we can do. So we are going to go to next week's film. Carl, we've been a big fan of director Robert Downey Sr. We have seen Renting Lips, uh, about a a porn film being shot. And, of course, we've seen uh, Suit Suit Larry. What was that one? like? Yeah, that was um, Palace. Something's Palace. Greaser's Palace. Greaser's Palace, right? Right. Greaser's Palace, which was a Western. And... uh, the film I always there's two films of his that I always want to see. I uh, I would like to rewatch uh, Mad Magazine presents Up the Academy, which I saw in the theater with Boris uh, back in the 80s. Uh, that movie is incredibly hard. They Mad Magazine took their name off of it, and uh, it's hard <laughs> to find. And the other one he did was called Pound, where human beings play animals, including his young son Robert. Anyway, why is it Pound is on YouTube? So we'll be watching Pound. There is no trailer that I can find. Let's see if we can find a uh, trailer. On the show here on Real Time. I find the movie by Springhead. Um, Okay. Do you want to play it out loud? uh, Just play it randomly in the middle of it. Oh, no. There's no trailer trailer? No, there's no trailer. There's a Putney Swope trailer. That would have been good. Uh, well, here. I think I have the trailer here. Uh, ready? Well, let's take it up. Edit three, two, one. Woof, 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 woof. Imagine if we were human beings and dogs were human beings and human beings were dog and our society, ironically, would be the same. Woof, 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 woof. <laughs> Experimental Theater Weekly says, yes, it's Experimental theory uh, Theater. We guarantee it's Pound, the latest smash film from Robert Downey Sr. And starring his son, not with a ridiculous Tony Stark goatee. Yes, and he <laughs> plays a puppy. Check it out. Also on the bill, Olga Does Manhattan and Night of the Juggler. Pound. Well, that sounds like a great one. Well, let's give it up for uh, the, the Radar. Radar. This movie is not yet rated. <laughs> but if it was, would it matter? Okay, that was Well, good. that sounds really exciting. Let's give it up for that YouTube channel for that fantastic trailer. To Pound, next week's movie. Uh, the Thieves Code is on Amazon Prime. I have which found happening it. is our show before us. Uh, you may hear us uh, in the first couple of, hear them in the first couple of minutes, but, you know, it's, it's radio. It's how, what happens. We just appreciate you guys keep subscribing to us. 
and yeah. listening to our two-hour show. Uh, Carl, anything to promote? Any words of wisdom? Anything before we get out of here? Well, for words of wisdom, um, I, my turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to pee outdoors. And go to carlsucks.com. I guess that's all I got. Yeah, same here. If you want to know more about me, check out carlsucks.com. All right, well, thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you, Carl. What a pleasure. Thank you for researching and watching this wonderful movie three times before we get to watch it again. Yeah. Uh, and audience, if you enjoyed it, you should see it without me uh, splattering it, but don't. Uh, all right, that's it. Thank and you so much. Watch a full-length movie on YouTube with This is Carl, uh, I, I, Mike's friend. I, I wrote this song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and weighs champagne tickles my nose. I love to pee outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl, the French duh, not the oh, oh, duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on you. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. With Mike Spiegel, man, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegel, man. Hi! L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie with Mike Spiegel on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Carl, I was so anxious to get our name out there, I screwed up our title of our show. <laughs> that works anyway. Everybody knows us by now. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-N-T yeah. on YouTube. Oh, they're like the We're the LaWafflemont guys. LaWafflemont. 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 You always have to say guys now, right? You know, you don't get falafel. You get in for the falafel guys. Oh, okay. I go to the farmer's market. Yeah. I get my kale from the kale guy. So we are very excited. Our show is in our premise name, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, which is our Twitter handle, which is our fantastic YouTube channel, which you should subscribe. Uh, we're also on Facebook as Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. We, You can hear us first. If you don't want to do the podcast and you want to hear us in real time, we stream first on mutinyradio.fm. Every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Carl time. Uh, and as courtesy of the fantastic station manager, Pam Benjamin. So there's no advertisement on the show. If you want an ad, why don't you go over to Benmo and donate money to Mutiny Radio, at Mutiny Radio. We would definitely appreciate that. Carl, what movie are we watching today? Okay, today we are watching Mr. Accident. Mr. Accident, 1999. <clears throat> now, it really came out in 2000, but in YouTube, it's 1999. So that's what you'll put in your YouTube search engine. Mr. Accident 1999. And we like what? we like the publisher, the channel, 
Parrot Pirate Records. Okay, sounds good. Oh, yeah. Well, Mutiny Radio uh, came out of Pirate Cat Radio, so we like huh. pirate parrots as well. What the fuck? <laughs> sounds good. So go ahead to Mr. Accident 1999 full movie, courtesy of our new friends, Parrot Pirate Radio Records, and then hit pause when you get to the page and push that little bar to the left corner. We're going to have a countdown, and when we say go, when you're go, by all means, please go. Uh, we're very excited to uh, – we have uh, our countdown king himself via proxy. Uh, Mr. Paul Brumbaugh is not here today, but he is here in spirit. We love the guy. You should check out his podcast, which broadcasts before us on Muni Radio. It's called The Edge of Insanity. Uh, we don't have Paul Brumbaugh here, but, Carl, do we have the Paul Brumbaugh? We have the Paul Brumbot. All right, so let's get started. I am, I am ready. It was a live show. We're very excited to have Paul here as our countdown gentleman. Let's get ready to Brumbot. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to Brumbot. Okay, so let's get ready to Brumbot. And now, what you've all been waiting for, master of the descending numerals, the countdown king himself. Would you please welcome Mr. Paul Brumbaugh? All right, guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. Roar. Roar, bad breath. Never saw a dime of royalties, that lion. Right? <laughs> Leo is in the poorhouse. You're lying. <laughs> Would I be lying about that? All right, so this is a Yahoo serious film. It's certain. I'm so excited to watch this. I read about this film in the New York Times, Carl. Mm. I'm serious. This is a serious film, and New York Times in 1999 had a list of all the movies coming out. And, you know, that's the best year ever. I'm obsessed by that year as well. Uh-huh. And I saw that Yahoo serious had a new movie. And I said, oh, boy, I can't wait to see it. And I never did until right now. So thank you, Pirate, uh, Pirate, Pirate, for uploading this on March 2nd of 2020. Finally, we get to watch or talk over Mr. Accident. <laughs> now, the, 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 bo- the brother there, this is young Yahoo Sirius. Okay, his name's Roger Crump, Crump, Crumpkin. And they're parts people. Yeah. They're Australian parts people. And they're oh, the worst. His imagination. What? Not that. We live in the world of parts, boy. Yeah. Oh, my God. We take things This is, looks like every YouTube video. We yeah. find parts. We don't use imagination. The brother there is one of the writer's younger brothers. Um, this was written with a guy named, um, uh, this was written with a guy, uh, gosh, where is it? David Roach. And David Roach co-wrote Young Einstein and Reckless Kelly. Here's Which was another Yahoo series. Right. So this guy, he was an Australian writer and pretty much Yahoo serious was the way he got work. Hey, what are you going to do, right? So Yahoo Serious, if Americans don't remember, he had a 
popular movie in the early 90s that kind of was international. Uh, in fact, I saw the movie trailer for Young Einstein right. before coming to America. It was that Bloomfield, that Bloomfield movie theater on Bloomfield Ave. Uh-huh. And right before they showed Coming to America, they had Mr. Uh, Yahoo Serious' movie, and everyone loved it. It was a really funny trailer for Young Einstein, which I still yeah. haven't seen. Which was a fun movie. But, uh, this guy got it right, and he got it right three times, and then he stopped. This is his last film. The Reckless Eric came out before Mr. Accident. Right, exactly right. Kelly, uh, apparently that was a <clears throat> famous Australian criminal. Um, yeah, like I, and didn't Mick Jagger play him or something like that? Like, he, it's not the first time Reckless Kelly has been in a movie. Been a movie spotter. Oh, here you go. The old the classic. First accident. Should we take a? Should we write a list of all the accidents? No. <laughs> it's just that would be accident number two. Accident number three. Curtis, haven't even ended yet. Well, this is like an accident segment, you know. And my favorite oh, so part of the whole this is one accident segment. It's pretty creative. Yeah, look at him, Mr. Yahoo Serious. The phone is near the iron, and so he takes the iron to his face, and he goes, hello, like a dummy, and he just burns himself. Well, listen, if if I could say anything, if our if our listeners are as devoted as uh, I wish, they would remember you actually laughing at that when we watched the trailer last time. You were like, oh, he put the iron to his ear. It turned out to be the funniest part of the film. Oh, well. Now watch you well, you know, my sits on the fire. <laughs> what a liar, huh? Because his pants? Were they? Yeah, they were on. Well, they never got on fire. Okay, uh, let me turn on the no, audio. Okay. Because the phone is okay. ringing. All right, okay. The, the, um, Here it is. The funniest thing. It's going to blow up the vacuum cleaner. So he puts it in the closet, but it still blows up and the feathers get everywhere. Watch, he holds his oh, back to it. Boom! My God. Here you go, screenplay by Yahoo Serious and David Roach. Yeah. Whose younger brother we just saw. Watch, he's going to get the phone. If David Roach directed the movie, would he call it a David Roach joint? Ah! And they freeze frame on that. Oh, is that his uh, roommate? That's his that roommate, yeah. And Lulu serious. Do you think it's any relation to Yahoo? Yeah, it's a wife. And she produced this film. They're not together today. It's so Lulu was his wife, and she was also in Mad Max. Uh because oh, it's Australian, right? The original. Yeah, right. There's only so many. Uh, gosh, I just recently watched all of them, and uh, they all hold up. Amazing how they hold up. That's good. This is famous Sydney Harbor. You know it well. And it's not realistic that there would be an egg factory in the, you know, commercial. You know what I just found? Yeah. I just found Nemo. He was out there. You were finding Nemo? Nemo? Yeah, because he winds up in the Sydney Harbor. He sees the opera house. 
So there wouldn't be an industrial egg factory next to the biggest tourist pier. In, That's in, what I mean. Yeah, but see, how the eggs are in the. <laughs> They're in the actual uh, opera house. Yeah. They have the same design. Well, that's funny, right? It's like if they had a... Wow, look at that house. That's so now, 90s. Here we are in the color. president's office, and the CEO of the company is seeing like his long-lost brother who's coming, who's been successful in business, but he wants to now become part of the egg business. Now, this is not. This is a different brother, right? That's not the younger kid we saw earlier, right? Yeah. Ooh, they have an espresso machine. God, I miss those. Now here's Yahoo Network. He's the repair guy, and uh, Lyndon, his uh, roommate, who we saw, was you know check off. See why we're not counting the accidents? You'd be there at all. Um, we should. This is Lyndon, the uh, roommate, Yahoo's roommate. And he's the financial guy, sort of like the number two at the company. He is sitting in a number two seat. Oh, I wish I had an assistant in Mindy Espresso. You see the egg? Right. I want you to have a Twitter handle and you can look like this. I want the avatar to look like this. Yes, sir. I have uh, my cat here with me. I um Einstein no um Venus. You had to say Venus. Now watch this accident. Oh, this is really quite funny. He's trying to get number three to work. Don't get me started. That's Audrey. Audrey the dog. Yeah, and he was in ma the mask. Get the fuck out of here! That's the one of the most. I know that dog. I don't want to say anything, Carl, because as you know, it is anonymous, this group I go to. But he, Audrey was my sponsor. <laughs> now watch this joke. He's got the, uh, I don't know, nut. Mega adrenaline. Yeah, right. So watch. Wow! All right, write that down. Spins himself in circles. Accident number six. Look at Audrey's acting. He was the mask, and he was also in um, Mom and Dad Save the World, which was a 1992 like uh, film about outer yeah. space with John Lovitz. It was a great film. I like that film too. It's uh, and and it has a cult following to it. Yeah, it was really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whose mom was that? Jamie Lee Curtis or Terry Gar? I forgot. Terry Gar. Terry Gar, right. Now, this character is a psychopath, but, like, he also has love. It's weird. It's, you know, just hugged his brother. It was a genuine love hug. Right. At the same time, he's going to kill him. No. Yeah. Are you, are you fucking with me? This one of those things where you tell me someone's going to die and they don't? Nope. What? Let's turn over the company to me. Oh, so he's – how's he going to pay rent if his, if his roommate dies? Uh-oh. Oh, so the roommate's a psycho. No. The bra – it's the going to cut the dog's the arm. arm. Oh, I see. Wow. Now the roommate's talking to Yahoo. 
I got you. Oh, you know what? He's had super glue. I don't know. Why does Mr. Active have a job repairing stuff at a factory? See, there's the glue. When he has the most accidents ever, right? Yeah. I mean, even Homer Simpson probably hates this guy. <laughs> okay, so now well, his hair. they're yeah. throwing out this old refrigerator that the the brother loved, the CEO loved, and he's saying, it's an environmental trap. We've only got one planet. But the truth is, the brother's in there. Oh. Yeah, like, you should, normally when you stuff a body into a, uh, a refrigerator, old refrigerator, you should take the door off so no one gets trapped in there playing hide and seek. Yeah. It's the old refrigerator. Oh, so they're squashing a bloodless body right now. That's right. Yahoo doesn't know what he's doing. And they're buying... I don't know. Tell that is that Yahoo? No, there's Yahoo in the background. So this is a screen grab for this movie thing, and I have no idea why, like, a uh, supporting character would get, like, the biggest face. But, you know, he can't explain it from that. And he won't see him again yeah, this movie. the whole film. Wow. Yeah, I really wanted to see this movie back in the day. But no, I had to watch like The Matrix and American Beauty and whatever else came out in 1999. I couldn't see this movie. And I've been typing in this movie every week since we started this podcast. So imagine my surprise when it pops up. Sydney Harbour. That's what you will see throughout the whole film. Sydney Harbour. What other movies have I seen him in? <laughs> he was in Nemo. Uh he was Ariel's yeah. wedding. Um, <laughs> right. He was Bad in Max was, Story. Was Waterworld. Right. He was in Waterworld. <laughs> oh, man. It looks pretty. I would love to live in Sydney. See, he's, there's a reason uh, Max gets jobs. I mean, he's really a good Russell Terrier. He, he's, you can train him. Yeah. Well, I mean, can you imagine putting a mask on your face and, like, you know, I must have been crazy for Roger. You know, it, he never really talked to me about it. We, you know, we talked about other issues at this anonymous organization, but he definitely was a Hollywood dog that drank. But he can't have been in that book. That book was about the golden age of Hollywood. Right. Yeah. That book, Hollywood Dogs That Drink, that was more of an American actor that didn't really cover dogs that, you know, appeared around the world. He was bitter about that, too. He said, at least I could have been in the index, <laughs> in the appendix. Oh, this now, is a typewriter. Frumpkin. He's a parts person. He takes things apart. Watch right. how his throwing is perfect. I would hope so. I mean, he's there with his roommate in their apartment. He's tossing shit around. The thing is, he's Mr. Accident, so why would he be perfectly throwing? But he is. I guess his accidents come on cue, right? So this is not the time for one. Also, his house looks a lot better since they flooded it. That all's repaired. After every accident, suddenly the house is fine again. Yeah, right. The factory keeps on factoring. Although there is a hole in the – actually, that's not really true. There will be a – okay, so she's like – he's like um, 
you need to go out more. You need female action, you know. I'm not good with girls, you know. It's the typical. Now, she's in Muriel's wedding, and that's really her only big deal. Which was a good film. This this one. Really? So, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love that actress. What's her name? I don't think I've ever saw Muriel's wedding, you know. You didn't? Oh, no, okay. I think I have. I have. All right. I'll check it out. Wow, what kind of bar is this? This is a Hollywood bar, right, Carl? Like, Well, you know, I want to say that this movie is way off base, that it's 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 a 90s movie, but they've got all this 80s style, you know, everything's 1980s looking. But this is Australia. Maybe, you know, maybe this is... That's the way it looks. Yeah. Well, yeah, where the bars have meat racks and rat, live rats in cages and glamorous women in uh, various aspects. Now he goes, me? He goes, no, I'm with you. He goes, fag. And he goes, what? He goes, do you want a fag? Oh. <laughs> it was really. It must be from England. Fag. And he goes, what? And and I was too. I was like, oh my God, that was ballsy. And the guy goes, you know, it is a cigarette. So um, now Yahoo Serious, Roger Crumpkin will become addicted to cigarettes in one puff. That's the way it goes, right? Apparently. That's how I got hooked. Two glasses of women. Let me smoke that with them. There we go. Well, a lot of movies, especially 80s movies, they would show people getting shot and killed, but the moment the Nick Nolte lights up a cigarette, you know, uh, Eddie Murphy will tell him, you know, you should put that down. Right. <laughs> there he is. It's He's okay to hooked. shoot people. He's hooked. But cigarettes are bad for your health. Well, they have to. I, there's a lot of. He's a role model, Yahoo, so you got to make sure. Now the girl likes creepy. him. He does parlor tricks. Oh, yeah. Wow, what's weird tattoos? Now we're, we're hearing all about nicotine and how addictive it is and. That'll play into our plot. Look, the cigarette goes in really? her hair. Uh-huh. And then she lights up a cigarette, and she gets her comeuppance for lighting it up. Beehive. The B-52s. Oh. That's what I mean. Wow, this is like, a water cooler. It's the 80s, but... Oh, boy. What's up with these sailor women? They're pretty cool. I guess they're in Sydney Harbor. Right. Do you think uh, Robert Palmer went to that bar and said, I'll pick you for the music video. I'll pick you. You'll be my drummer. Oh, no. Don't do it, Aubrey. You're going to be – I know you're wearing the mask and this movie's beneath you, but don't jump. This is, um, I don't know if it's his last film, but it's after The Mask. It's after Mom and Dad Saved the World. Okay, now, I thought The Mask was pretty impressive. This is important to the plot. This is a music box, okay? Now, we're pots, people! 
so they take he takes it separates it for its parts. It for its parts. But there's a bottle of tomato sauce. Imagine if that was cold ketchup. Is he gonna find like a McGuffin in there? Oh. Now this is a Moon River song. Oh yeah. Okay. From the trailer Pink Panther. Now, our psychopath is now president of the company and he's out with his girlfriend and some suppliers of nicotine. You're right, this is the plot. Now why would an egg company want nicotine? Oh well they have they they're packaged similarly, I guess. People go out to the liquor store to buy eggs and cigarettes, you know, maybe liquor. Mm-hmm. Oh. The maitre d' is like, I suck this cork out my ass. Want a whip? <laughs> <laughs> no, the maitre d' loves him. Okay, this is where, okay, this is um, Sunday, and she is a chicken sexter from, like, some rural country place. He has the shortest dress in that montage. <laughs> they all had, um, um, okay, so Duxton, who's the new CEO, sort of saved her from being a chicken sexter and brought her to the big city and without me, you're nothing, baby, that kind of stuff. So right now he's like pretty much gotcha. insulting her in front of his friends. Wow. Well, Carl, what's a chicken sexer? Uh, it's guy fucks chickens. So we also find out that um, she's very interested in extraterrestrials. She thinks we're not alone in the universe, and she's tr- she has a, like experimental equipment. Okay, so you know it makes a big difference if you're a hen or a rooster in terms of what is your job going to be. Okay, but when you're a little chick, yeah. you can't really tell if it's a boy or a girl. So a chicken sexer lifts the chick up, looks up and de- upside down and sees if there's a pee-pee or a wee-wee uh, or a wahoo. And if there's a pee-pee, he puts <laughs> in the boy thing. And if there's a wahoo, he throws him in the girl bin. That's a chicken sexter. Oh, wow. That's sounds interesting. God, he's really hooked on milk. Oh no! You okay, Mister Accident, I blender. You can guess what's coming. Of course, it's even dumb to say. It will be an accident. Well, he has right. So there's cans right there behind him too. So, in the shelf stack. Uh oh! Wow, look how fake that set looks. Unless it's real, that's a view of the city. <laughs> Somebody's coming. They're not expected. It isn't Lyndon. Right. He's got a potato scrubber. Uh, there's my friend, my uh, sponsor. <laughs> is this a sexer? Yes, this is Sunday. And she's like, you're a burglar. You're in me friend's house, you is. In your pajamas. No, that sounds really, uh, well, you know what? It's not a little New Zealand there, so uh, you got to be careful about that. He's famous for his hair in the 80s. So this is kind of like an older, more mature series. Good thing we we met her in the last scene. Otherwise, I would have no idea who she is. Right. 
Oh no, you work for the Eggman. It wasn't apartment 91. She wanted apartment 16. It was upside down. Oh. He kissed him? Well, she fell on him Uh. and lipped his lips. Did you see how her boobs were in his hand? Yes, Carl. I already took a screen grab. Thank you. <laughs> oh, she's Mrs. Fix-Up Accident. Mrs. Miss Unaccident. Well, she explains herself that it's more like... I mean, that's where I thought the plot was going, but that's not what happens. Like, he's Mr. Accident, and she's like Mr. Fix-It. That would have been... I mean, we just got set up that that was going to be the movie, but no. She just comes from a place where if it's broken, you fix it. Right. Lyndon wrongly did it. Right. He's kind of a sexy guy, Yahoo. Look at the the chest of his. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Are you serious, Yahoo? By the way, how much money do you think he got up? His name is Greg, okay? Yeah. Greg. P-E-A-D. Peed. Greg Peed. Now look, you see the yeah, I would change the music. She has the same She fixed box. it. Oh, it's a different one. Is that her roommate? The police uh, dog and canine? Uh, police cop and dog? friend in chicken sexting. And so she has left her boyfriend, so she needs a place to crash. He's got some hips. Yeah, that's her, that's the joke. Really? There they are, chicken sexting. Wow, what a fun job. Cox, no cox. Right. <laughs> no, but you're right. And it's chicken sexting. It's a cock, it's a cock. Oh, yeah, no, I understand. I get it. Those are simpler days, sorting out chickens. <laughs> so now we find out that she's got man trouble, and the cop is like is in love with Wayne. And then we find out Wayne's the dog. Oh, wait, not not Yahoo's dog. This is a different dog. Yeah. Oh, this is the dog. Yeah, Wayne. That's awkward. They shouldn't really mix business and pleasure, right? Because if she's canine, then they have to keep it strictly professional. Cops. So weird. This is the first time, well, not the first time, because this movie has Yahoo as a star, but we see the storyline for other characters. I mean, we see the villain, and we see the victim, and we see Sunday. And yeah, I think Sunday. that probably this co-writer... Um, is good. Um, yeah. His name's David Roach. He wrote Young Einstein and Reckless Kelly with him. But he also wrote his own stuff and he won awards. I mean, I think he's what makes keeps Yahoo serious grounded. Turn right. So this is all like, because otherwise it would just be accident after accident. Right. Here's what I meant about the house doesn't get perfect every time. Now, I bet you that's a pretty pricey piece of real estate. Now, here's Yahoo's car, and the air conditioner is broken on this hot, hot day. Uh, A cheap product placement for Wolfie's restaurant in the background. Mm -hmm. 
Wow, I would love to have air conditioning like that. I could go for that right now. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. <laughs> I wish my life was like a Yahoo serious movie. <laughs> wish granted. Oh, fuck. Look at that coke under his nose. At least wait till they stop shooting. <laughs> now he's getting pressure from the the roommate. You've got to get a better get, car than this. Well, I mean, her name is Sunday. She'd probably appreciate the refrigeration. Oh, man. A lot of women in bikinis sucking on uh, pops. So he's like, you're a smoker now? Okay, now watch. This is pretty funny. Look, pregnant, right. uh, a, a crippled person, an old man with a walker. It's like everyone you don't want to hit with a car. <laughs> Why is Mr. Accent driving a car? Right. Watch this. This is really good. Whoa, the waffle bar. Wow, is this the end? No one would survive this, right? right? And they're fine. Right. He goes, I thought this car had airbags. Uh-huh, two, three, four. Yeah. Here we go. You're right. Well, you might have yeah. seen that in the trailer. Yeah, I found the trailer. And then he says, ah, I thought I was shitting my pants. So I have a beef with the Fast and the Furious movies where they flip around in their car, and if it lands and lands on the wheels, they're okay. And I just think it's irresponsible. That they should kind of, like, tell people that if you flip your car around like that, you're going to probably die. <laughs> oh, Michael, Michael, Michael. You're, you're, no, you're, you're a crotchety old man. I am. Listen, these movies need to tell people if you jump out of your car, you're not going to catch Michelle Rodriguez on the way. Oh, that's the Mad Max dude. Words! Just words! Is this like a crazy Australian? Yeah, it is. They've found, he's found embedded in rocks this, like, he thinks it's a Volkswagen hubcap. But this crazy person, uh -huh. clearly it's not. How did he get stuck in? I mean, it was back around in prehistoric times. I think it's a spaceship. Wow, look at Yahoo Serious. He's going to be like, he must be one great sex partner. Look at him. Ugh. I Ugh. do got a sex vibe off of this. Yeah, I got a major sex vibe off of this. He found a hat. Uh, you gotta admit, that guy kind of looks like my father. <laughs> or at least my uncle. <laughs> wow, that's nice of him. He goes, it's yours now. You got it out of the rock. Neat. Mr. Accident! And he loses it. I think there was a mattress on behind him. Hello, Mr. Accident. No refund line. Sorry, no refunds. He's looking for a job. 
Uh, the old classic canards, the classified ads from the newspaper. The roommates was the neighbors was hate that guy. Now this is a pretty funny scene. Uh, Yahoo is making. Um, okay, now we're finding out that his girlfriend didn't come back. And he's, like, really upset about it. He's the perfect actor, this guy, because he's, like, sensitive and everything. Then he's, like, fucking bitch! Like, he's both... He's a true psychopath. Gotcha. That's time. He's a good actor, this guy. Um, let's see. He was, uh, awarded the... Tarian Medal of in 2001, the Queen's New Year's Honors List for his service to Australian society and Australian film production. But in 2014, he was in a movie called The Rover, which was pretty good. It had Guy Pierce in it. Um, huh. I've never seen it. It's like a post-apocalyptic world and Basically, they steal Guy Pierce's car, and he takes it personally. And uh, was is this car a Rover, Range Rover? The Rover, maybe <laughs> that would work. Oh, yeah. Mister Accident! Mister Accident, what are you doing on a roof? So he's hanging up his clothes to dry, and she's doing her experiment with her. You know, searching for extraterrestrial life, listening for signals in her yeah. 1980s clothes. Well, you need to wear those shoes. No question. If you're going for aliens, you need some green pumps. Hey, I have a question. Do you think it would be cool to hang out on a rooftop? I know, like, Inspector Gordon, like, you know, Batman will only talk to Gordon, uh, Commissioner Gordon on, on a rooftop, and superheroes always talk on rooftops. And I'm always like, it must be cold and windy and, you know, you fall off. You act like you've never been on a rooftop. I remember being in uh, Massachusetts with you on a rooftop uh, of your own building. Um, I remember that. Yeah. But that wasn't too crazy. That was just like a couple stories. Was it was, uh, it was in my I house? In, in I don't know. I've been on many rooftops, and yeah, it's windy as fuck. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I was on top of the original, you know, the World Trade Center. Ah, it was ninety right. I know. nine ninety ninety nine two thousand. Well, so they they said they must have like had like fences and like a little indoor lobby you could kind of walk back into and. Okay, well, in ninety nine two thousand, whatever year that was, it was outside. It was only one of the towers that was an observatory, and it was basically mm -hmm. a square. You could just walk the square. And I was there with a guy from Pakistan, a co-worker, and he was making these jokes. I'm not terrorist, you know, and we were all laughing. And that was because of the night right. incident. Who knew that two years later, kaboom. Well, you, you know, I won't mention his name, but uh, when there was a shooting at the Empire State, uh, Empire State Building, uh, one of the people who got shot who survived was my class president in high school. Mm-hmm. And why aren't we mentioning and, 
I don't need to mention his name. I mean, he survived, and uh, I haven't spoken to him in years, and we're friends on Facebook, I guess, but uh-huh. uh, it was a shock. It was, I mean, it was after, you know, we were, we graduated by that point, but can right. you imagine picking up the newspaper and seeing this one you knew from high school got shot and doing yeah. that? He got shot in the head. He survived. Wow. Yeah. So here's the music box again, and that's real important. And it's playing Breakfast from Tiffany's song, you know. It breaks your heart. Uh, did you see that's Bre- because uh, Did you see it? Bre- I'm a number five. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I'm a huge uh, Blake Edwards fan. I've seen that one. Yeah, I'm real mad. Uh, the woman in that movie, um, she was like Holly the, the the character in the film. The character in the film was yeah, like self-centered and a fuck-up, but she was beautiful. Yeah. So everyone forgave her for it and fell all over her. And she was always like stupid and mystified at the mystery. I'm real mad at her. <laughs> she was like a narcissist. She hurt people. Remember the husband came from... There was a brother and there was the husband... Uh, yeah. Yeah, she would just like like innocently, passive aggressively, pull you into her circle, and then she wouldn't care about you. She would she would give you a hint like she was gonna be your lover, and then she'd walk away from right. it. And she would pull the I don't know, I just don't know. I'm so confused. I need help. I'll help you. I'll help you. <laughs> Oh, they, I don't want your help. Thanks. I, I hate that lady. <laughs> you know what? The the book might flesh her out a little bit more, or like give a reason. But I I think uh, yeah, I, I think I mean, you're right. Yeah, she she definitely has a lot of problems, and she isn't a nice person in in the movie. Did you did you seen Dragon? Right, Bruce Lee. Have you ever seen the movie about Bruce Lee with uh, uh called Dragon or whatever it was? Uh, no. And there's a scene where he goes. It's good. It's from the nineties. He Bruce Bruce Lee goes to see uh, Breakfast at Tiffany with his girlfriend, and he's completely aghast at Mickey work. Uh, Mickey work. Mickey Rooney's uh, portrayal of the Japanese yeah. uh, landlord. That's so right. That, that becomes that a big plot. So problem. horrible. Yeah. That's the problem. Like that movie has its charms, and and the song, of course, is gorgeous. But you know, you, you can't like Blake, Blake Edwards. I love the guy, but. He has like these caricatures in all his films, you know, mostly Asian caricatures, whether yeah, it's Hardy or the chef from SOB or Cato from the Pink Panther. It's like relentless. Like I don't know if that was an obsession, uh, obsession for the guy, but you know, it's one of those things where you have to say, look, back in the day, people thought that was funny. But you watch the Bruce Lee movie, and he clearly states right when that happens, like this is awful. Like it was the yeah. first time I'd seen a movie. That says people think thought it was awful when it came out. It wasn't of the time, you know. Right. It wasn't good to, yeah. So he's learning about flying saucers and UFOs because his girlfriend. Right. See, the magnet got his ah uh, super glue keeps your helmet on anything. Right. Those ads are great. I'm so glad we're not uh, keeping a tally of uh, accidents. <laughs> Carl, Carl says before Yahoo Serious gets into a folded bed. Right. He just, <laughs> yeah. 
And it perfectly, is folds, it perfectly folds up. Well, we saw this scene in the trailer. I think the trailer shows every bit of slapstick in this movie. Yeah. There we go. Folds right up, and then the dogs hinge up on it. Oh, rough! Ooh, hey, the future is here. Ah, some He's a uh, European fan. football. He's a soccer fan. I believe it's called European football. Oh, excuse me. Now, you see how everyone... They try to throw out his hubcap. You see how everyone puts their garbage out? Yeah. That's important Weird. later when he falls down the stairs, taking every <laughs> single garbage can with him. And by the time he gets to the bottom, if... it's an avalanche. Is that cool? Like, why can't they just bring it outside? They're going to make the garbage man go in there? Yes. Okay, so huh. now he's discovering that this isn't a VW Volkswagen bug hubcap. It's not in any of the part manuals. Now, you see the sledgehammer went to the roof? Later, that'll hit him yeah. on the head. Like, much later. But you should never give Mr. Accident a sledgehammer. He's trying to destroy it. Interesting. Now, look what this Ooh, nice little... does. It doesn't pay off. He makes a nip. That's... He's going to lick it. <laughs> he goes, it's not even warm. I'm laughing, girl. Yeah, but he's uh, uh, he talking to the camera. Yeah, he goes. This is the way to ha ha. He realizes this got to be from an alien spaceship, and that's what she's all into. You see, his roommate was saying, if the key to getting with women is being interested in what they're interested in. His roommate should complain about the whole giant hole in the wall. Right. Look, he kicks over the, the – now the next one goes. He doesn't miss one. He doesn't miss one. And everything sped up a little. Wow. This is a good – good. Uh, it's him, right? It's Yahoo? Yeah. It's not computers, that's for sure. But do you think it's an uh, Australian stuntman? Uh, no, I think it's Yahoo Siri. I could be. It could be, but I don't think so. Oh, no. Cancel that ski trip. Avalanche. Now, look, there's a baby. I mean, it's about to come up. You'll see a poor, innocent baby. And, of course, like, knives are missing her. And Right. Baby. Oh, I forgot your bottle, baby. Silly mommy. I forgot <laughs> your bottle. Look, knives yeah, and glass. There's the bottle. Oh. She's as good an actress as the Terrier. Oh yeah, well it's in the same same direction. Just look at shit. Oh no. Okay. Now the writer, the co writer, we're gonna get to see him. We're gonna get to see his wife on the TV. There, we just saw her. And we're going to get to see his mom oh. and dad, Greg Peter. I want to hear what the song is. 
Oh, for some reason my sound's not working. Oh, I have this on here. Got it. Oh, crazy. Yeah. And he's like, excuse me. And it looks like he's talking to the gargoyle, but he's talking to his co-writer. <laughs> oh, right. He's rocking out. This is really scary. <laughs> oh, no, he's going to pull out the cable. That's that's mom and dad. Or, or no, maybe it's his grandparents. That's you, saw the, you saw the bong in there, right? Yes. Look at that bong. The bong water is pretty fucking Australian gross. Now, Australia, you need to clean. He's right into the cop's house by mistake. Look, full moon, full moon tonight. Oh, that's the cop with the vice. He goes, is that you, Wayne? Ooh, uh -oh. Wayne. Oh, boy. Oh, that's Wayne the dog. I got you. Oh, no. Now, time Slowly to make a little sense because the avalanche. Okay. Here comes Sunday. Now, he comes out and he's practicing what he's going to say to Sunday. Look what I found. And then, surprise, it's her. And he goes... She goes, what are you doing? And she goes, I'm just taking out the garbage. And then the garbage avalanche hits him. Gotcha. I'm just taking out the garbage. Here we go. Move over, Fibber McGee. Did you ever listen to Fibber McGee and Molly? No. The radio studio? The gimmick was that Fibber McGee's closet was filled with shit. And every time he opened it, they would play like every single sound effect. <laughs> Now, Sunday is like, I think that's the Volkswagen people. And he's like, it's indestructible. And she's like, that's German engineering for you. <coughs> she's not buying it. Right. He thinks he's trash. Well, look at that stop sign with a little pedestrian walking. Yeah, uh, did you see how it looks like an American stop sign? Yeah. But the the feet walking to indicate you could walk there, that's not American. Not at all. And it's just that. the feet. I can't tell what side of the road they're driving on. They drive on the left. They drive on, not like us. Gotcha. The Australians are crazy. They huh. drive on the left. But since they're all crazy, it works. It's like a system. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not so you show up that things get fucked. Right. The normal people. Okay, so she's agreed to listen to him. And he's taken her, her to that, like, quarry where they're building the building where he fell, where he found it. And he's, like, convinced that they'll find the spaceship, you know, if they look. So he's got a metal detector. And he's like, it's another teapot. Wow. You see the iron? What's on up with that? Yeah. At least he wears the shirt after fucking it up. Now, isn't this where that poor homeless guy lives and they're just fucking up his turf? Uh, It is where the homeless guy lives, but he's okay with it. Now he's found a big find. 
a big fine. This is no teapot. It's going to be one giant teapot? That would be funny. That would be a funny bit. But like you said, it's, this movie's slightly grounded. I don't know if they would go for that. Oh, got the hookup. Give me the hookup. I got the hookup, the hookup. All right. Jimmy Hoffa coming up. <laughs> it's a time capsule with young Einstein video cassette inside. Did you, Carl, do you know what's the, has Yahoo serious, like, is he still in the industry? Is he, Not he at all. This is his last film. Huh. He, he did three films. Right. I don't know why well, he do stopped. Remember? He was funny, and I don't know why he stopped. Maybe he did, maybe he did a TV series or something like that, or, you know, nope. server of radio station. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Maybe. Look what they found. The a rest Volks of the Volkswagen. A Volkswagen Beetle. Oh, wow. Because all the cars land in there. Yeah. Oh, what was I think it was like a Jack Reacher. I was watching some movie and he like he gets steered off the road and his car flips. But again, if it lands on the tires, he could just walk out. Well, if you land upside it, down. No, but and even if it's upside down in the movies, they walk away. They don't even get a scratch. Right, it's usually like, Die Hard movies. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they uh, they do a thing where they black the screen out for a second, and then they cut to them like upside down, and they're like, "Huh?" And then they get out. Right. And they dust off. Yeah. It was like that's why it was so refreshing that Harrison Ford uh, Indiana Jones one when he got all hurt all the time. Yeah. Well, then, but then by the fourth movie, he get, he survives a nuclear attack by by being in the refrigerator and. Yeah. Know. There's a certain point where John McClane of Die Hard is invincible, but oh, you know, but you remember the first time where he hurt his feet hurts from the broken glass, right? Exactly. And then you watch him on another movie, and he's falling stories down a building, or he's climbing on a jet, uh, and you know, it's weird. Oh, she's got some dealy poppers. So she says to herself, "I look ridiculous." So she's going to steal the cop's dress. Borrow it for the night. Yeah, I don't think she needs the hips for it. I don't think she has the hips for it. <laughs> Where's the caboose? So what happened to the broken glass and shit? I'm not sure what you're talking about, but um, it was Vito. Yeah, who's well, serious? So she, she was all bummed out, and she was leaving. Like, don't. I hang around me, I'm bad luck. And then he's like, asks her to dinner and, and she's all happy again. Now here we are at the psychopath's party and right. he's really missing the girl. Even though he was lying between the girl's legs with his friends. Right. Yeah. Idiot. You idiot. Now that's our room lived in. Out with some like, like outback looking. That's not the word. It's like an Aussie adventurer. They get in their traditional suit, like bushman suit. 
right to go walk about now look this is a very priceless vase <laughs> can you just guess what's gonna happen <laughs> why did they bring a priceless vase to mr accident set? yeah Dumb. so they're at mummy but it's not it's at 2030 so it hasn't come out yet bc oh i got the bc well, they're on a date at least, and she's wearing those green pumps. Must be starting to the upper crust. Oh, I never. Monocle right. drop. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, but it's very. He doesn't have luck with girls or whatever, but he doesn't try very hard. Like, they're perfect for each other, and it's working out. Right. And they also have the pepper mill to themselves. No obnoxious waiter to to use it. Yeah, the pepper mill. And do you think the woman left it there? Yeah. The pepper ground pepper. Yeah, that's going to be another comedic plot. So if something shows up, it's going to be destroyed. Now, the maitre d', okay. who's a big friend of of uh, the psychopath, calls and says, you know, he's there with another guy. Look what he does with the girl. All right. He's psycho, right? She's probably the, the most attractive girl. Well, no, that's not true. There's some pretty ladies in this movie. Oh, there she goes. But yet Yahoo Serious gets all the credit for slapstick. Damn. Now we, think, call this one horny movie. we think they're talking about sex and the, she'll, the, you know, eat your dinner, Reginald, you know. Let's see if we can listen to it. Oh, get the plastic, says 10 year old me. Yeah, right. This is like the Abbott and Costello part where they're doing like blowjobs and uh, double entendres. And you're like, will you just get chased by a mummy? Right. Could you let the piano drop by mistake, please? <laughs> now, Yahoo ah, is too dumb to understand that you smell the cork. And she doesn't know either. Right. Now, she's a dummy. And well, he's like, you're really smart. And she loves that about him. And they set this up because we saw a previous scene of somebody doing this properly. Right. Oh. He's always the worst part about eating a cork is is trying to get it passed through. Uncorked. They don't know how to hold a glass of wine either. They're holding it like fruit punch. <laughs> they're really perfect for each other. Wow, they're drinking it down with fruit punch. Well, he doesn't drink. Oh, no, drunk yet. No. You can hear him when he's drunk. He's like, no, I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm like, yeah, I know. Yeah, no, it's on your birth certificate, Greg. Greg, Greg Peed. Greg Pissa. So far, I'm really enjoying this movie. It's good. Yeah. It's 
It's no hopscotch with uh, Walter Matthau. <laughs> which was our last episode. If you guys yeah, have the opportunity, you can listen to our, the last four years of our show. Uh, if you go over to PCRCollective.org, which is the official no, website for MutinyRadio.fm. Why do you always say that? Just go to MutinyRadio.fm. I say that because every time you go to MutinyRadio.fm, I get a warning from my Google Chrome saying that this link is a um, could be malicious. So oh. just go to PCRCollective.org. That's, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Oh, that's that look. Carl, you know what's – do you know why uh, uh, it's good luck to throw a pinch of salt over your shoulder? <laughs> oh, I think he told me this before because it's not cocaine. Yeah, okay, watch, watch, watch. Yeah, right. Cause watch, watch, watch. He goes, we should just leave before – and she meant to say something else happens. Oh, no, the Voss. Face, how low can you go? Uh, it's their fault. Uh, there's a big train of soup. I spoke too soon. Soup. Right up Fred Emerson's head. Now, she can't take it. It's just too much for her. It's just too many accidents and mishaps. So she's going to – I mean, for a, a second there, she was going to kiss him, and she's like, kiss me, Mr. Perfect Right, Mr. Right. And, you know, she was thinking in her head, and now it's just like she can't take it. Right. Oh, yeah, especially now. Listen, getting oil thrown in your crotch is probably the uh, last yeah. straw. Straw that broke the camel's back. Right. Oh no, is this the end of Sunday? Now look, he'll go and call a cab for her, and Bonker knows. Like, it's just, it's, he ruined the night. Meanwhile, the psychopath is coming to kill the guy who's with his girl. Oh, right. Oh, here he comes. Well, that's not him right now. That bonk. He's the only person who gets affected by his uh, mishaps. Like the coworkers and the roommate, they all kind of yeah not in the way of it. Babies. Oh no, there he is. Straight from his birthday party. Oh. Or Sunday. Never on Sunday. Never on a Sunday. Never on Sunday. Another episode with Nick Cage for two seconds. Oh, the movie Never on Tuesday. I love that movie. I really enjoyed that film. So Never on a Sunday. Kind of a football one. Mister. Oh, that's any given. Any, any, any given, given Sunday. Sunday. Right, right, right. Well, it took them four months to film this. Uh, they shot it in November 98 to February 99. And, wow. And it had a nice release date. It made it, – it grossed $1.6 million. 
and Australia. I don't know if it lost money or made money. It sounds like it made money. So now he doesn't know that Yahoo is the one with Sunday. And so he's saying, he's saying, I just lost my girl. And he goes, same thing happened to me. And so now they're like commiserating. So he goes, I just got these new eggs. Here's a six pack. Take it home and tell me what you think. He's like, well, I really don't eat eggs. Now, these are the nicotine eggs. Oh. Weird. So now he's going to get addicted to eggs, just like he's addicted to cigarettes. Right. And he goes, that's pretty cool. I have, have two more for breakfast. Come by me office and let me know what you think. He's like, what a great guy. <laughs> so in the United States, this only played in Santa Monica, and then it went to video. By 2001, it was yeah. in video. Okay, so... You can see that the tools punctured a hole in the gas. He throws the cigarette, and it lights. So the gas is following him as he drives home, uh, and he, he's oblivious to it. Yeah. Mr. Accident, I'm glad we're not doing a tally. Oh, I miss it. I've been keeping a tally. This is the second accident. Oh, this I like her. She's cool. Australian Ranger. Yeah. But she um she, see the thing is with Lyndon is he gets lots of girls, but he can never keep one. Oh yeah, she's dumping him. Yeah. Even though they were making out and everything. Yeah, she jumped on him. Here comes the fire. Here comes the and so Lyndon, like, you're never going to get a girl with that clunker. Boom. Now, we don't get to see it. No, we just see a piece of things. That's not bad. That's a pretty good uh, edit. That's a you know, you do see something from that. We don't get to see it. We see the, the frame land. It's not like they didn't spend money on the thing. Yeah, they did. Yeah, you're right. Oh, remember when this place was flooded? <laughs> looks fine. Yeah, it looks great. So it's more like, you know, he lost his girl, he's in love. You're right, this is just a hubcap. He has a cigarette sorry. right? Yeah. Something's burning on that plate. So now, is that her in the apartment? Well, okay. Oh, we think so. And he's Nemo. about to kiss her and he goes, this is a dream, right? And she turns into a rubber ducky. Uh, gotcha. Now, in Australia, she has some success. Her name's Helen Dallymore. And she was on this horrible, I assume it's horrible, television show called Here Comes the Habibs. And it's... um. 
they like hit the lottery or something, so they moved into a rich Australian neighborhood. There were 14 episodes, and she was a regular. Huh. I wonder if we can watch that. I don't know if I want to watch it, though. Well, it's like a culture clash kind of thing. Like, uh, he, you know, they have money, but they still live like, you know, there's chickens running around the yard and goats, and they still live like, um, I forget. Get what the ethnicity, what the country was, uh, but it's sort of like if a black person moves into a rich white neighborhood, and the, you know, the the awkwardness of, I don't know, it's not my cup of tea. That kind of show, I think it just plays on stereotypes been... both ways. Yeah, you're more of a Beverly Hills, uh, uh, <laughs> Beverly Hills Billy. That's what it, that is what it is. So he stayed up all night trying to kick nicotine, and it's not working. And he's a part person, so he took apart everything, including uh, Lyndon's laptop. So Lyndon is furious. Finally, finally, your roommate's a shithead. Lyndon, get another roommate. Well, he's uh -oh. leaving. It's uh, Yahoo's place. He's like, can we still be friends? And it's, I'm sorry, your use-by date is up. Ooh, that's some serious egg language. There's our sledgehammer. Now, look, this is the only time I don't believe Sirius in his... Accidents? Yeah. My God. He owns it? This is his place? It's a gorgeous... You're right. I mean, there's no way you could afford to live there. Overlooking Sydney Harbor. Okay, so usually yeah. he gives him a scrambled egg, but today he's giving him... He doesn't know it, but he's giving him the nicotine egg. Oh, no. Poor Goldie. And so he's like, well, at least I have you two. I lost Sunday and I lost Lyndon, but at least I have you two. But watch how the fish reacts to the nicotine. Huh. Crazy. He's causing that. Oh, no. It's going to be brutal. This gave it its PG. He's going to land in the harbor. Sure. He's going to fall in the harbor, right, Carl? Tell me he's going to fall in the harbor. No. Isn't that brutal? Kind of gross. Yeah, oh, no. I mean, animal lovers would hate this movie now. Okay, now, uh, yeah, this is a pretty funny scene. Maybe you should listen to the audio. Not yet, because okay, Yahoo is trying to fix the coffee. Make uh, he's making a cup of cappuccino for him. Here's the good acting again, because he's like, "Oh, is that a picture of your girl? I know, because I used to look at my girl like that, you know." But he doesn't know that Sunday until he flips it over. Right. He's like, last night, our conversation, I realized everybody loses something and the world goes on. It's like a heart to heart. 
Now, he's got that businessman uh, phone headset on him, right? Yeah. Look, she has Uh-oh. to part with her grandmother's music box to get 50 bucks to pay the rent at the police officer's house. Gotcha. So, so look, th- 